Today's stuff is stuff Kuf Tes in Yavamis, as we learned for four Shlema for Allah, Ben Ruma, and Yosef Ezreal, Ben Chaya Michal. <clears throat> From the Mishnah, the last line on Kuf Ches and the Beis, the Mishnah. Very simple thing here. When you're married, a person's married, let's say again, Reuben married, is married to Leah. Reuben's married to Leah, and he divorces her. So, of course, his brothers can't marry uh, Leah anymore because that's called Grusha Sachav, meaning it's Eish Sachav Shlob Makom Mitzvah, right? You can never marry your brother's wife. Uh, if it's your brother from the mother, never, never, never. And if it's your brother from the father, you can only marry her if he dies without children. But let's say you first divorced, let's say Reuben first divorced Leah, then he took her back. He wasn't a Kohen. He married her again, married her again. And now he dies with no children because they're Yivam now. On the one hand, he's Grusha Sachav because, because uh, as far as Shimon's concerned, Reuben divorced his wife. Ah, yeah, but Reuben took her back and then he died with no children. So the Mishnah says, and he took her back, Reuben took her back. Then when he dies with no children, Shimon could marry her. In fact, it's a mitzvah. Shimon should marry her. Rabbi Lezer, also, Rabbi Lezer says, this is Rabbi Lezer, Stammer, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer ben Shamu in the Mishnah. Rabbi Lezer also says he shouldn't marry her. Shouldn't they keep him? As we'll see in the Gemara, he says he just do chalitza. Why? We'll see why. Because he's not sure. He's a suffolk, he's a gzeir or whatever. But basically, there's even What's the point here? The point is, is that Yibam, we had this discussion once before, is Misa Ophelis or is the first Kedushan? Is the first Nesuin? Does she fall from the first marriage? In other words, Reuben was married to Leah twice. The first time he divorced her, the second time he died. So when she when she falls Yibam to Shimon, is it because through the death of Reuben, which is, yes, the way we assume it's because of the death of Reuben? And when he died, he was married to her and no children. Or is it his original marriage to her? His original marriage ended up in a divorce. The first marriage had a divorce. And then you don't marry your brother's divorce. So you don't even marry your chalutza stuff. Even though you're never married to, you don't marry because chalutza is also because of Xera, like, like Grusha. But Grusha's achiv, you're not allowed to marry your brother's divorced wife. What does it really mean? You can't marry your brother's wife unless it was the case of Yibam. And if it was divorced, it wasn't the case of Yibam. So over here, where Reuben married her, divorced her, and then remarried her, and then he died with no children. There is a case of even according to the Tanakam, Blesser says, we'll see, to Chalitza. That's not a regular wife, where Leah was a regular wife. Let's say, let's say uh, Leah was an eight-year-old girl who was married off by her father. And, uh, by, not, sorry, married off by her father originally, or the father was out of the picture, and now her brother or mother married her off, and it's only but he divorced her, and he took her back. He, he divorced the eight-year-old girl, and then he took her back. The same thing applies, Materos Liyavim. She's allowed to have Yibam. Materos Liyavim really means that Smitsi should make Yibam, should make Yibam. In the first case, we said, Materos Liyavim. Materos means she's Mutter. You, yes, you form the mitzvah of Yibam. In the second case also, even though it was a marriage drab, the first marriage was her, Reuben married her as an eight-year-old drabanan. The mother married her off, and he divorced her, and then he took her back. The same thing applies. If he dies now, Shimon can make Yibam. Rebelezer also, again, Rebelezer says he only do chalitza. What about this case? This last case, listen to this. Let's say this eight-year-old girl, Reuben was married to an eight-year-old girl, but she got married to him through her father. Her father married her off to this guy, Reuben, and therefore it's a Kedushan Menatora, because her father can marry off the door until she's 12 years old. He has wishes to marry her off. And then she got divorced. Let's say he gave the father divorce on her behalf. Technically, uh, if, he, if he hold that uh, Torah, he can give Gerushin Balkarchach as long as she understands to hold on to the get, 
even if the father was out of the picture, but let's assume the father was there. He had married her off when she was six and now he accepted her getting when she was eight. Now she is really divorced from Torah. He is some of a chayab. Now she's a some chayab because the father no longer has permission to marry her off. And now he took her back. He took her back. Now, what kind of a marriage is that? It's only Kedushan Rabbanan because the father's out of the picture. The first time the father married her off, there was a Kedushan, it was a marriage Menat Torah. And the divorce was Menat Torah. She's divorced because it was a proper marriage and a proper divorce. Now, when he took her back, it's only Kedushan Rabbanan. You can't make even if he dies now. Why? Why? Because as far as Shimon's concerned, this woman is Grusha Sachev. It was divorced. He was the, she was divorced by the by her his, his brother Reuben. He divorced her. A divorce menat Torah because it was a marriage menat Torah and a divorce menat Torah. And now the kedushin drabbanan is not really married menat Torah. Menat Torah they're not married. This whole business that we said that that a yisoma an eight year nine year old girl the mother brother can have to keep her off the streets. The rabbi said, okay, fine, protect her. It's not really a marriage, so she's bat mitzvah. So the first, so he's really divorced menat Torah. And she's not really married. So therefore, there's no Yibam in that case. Everybody says, Asur Liyabam. Even the Tanakhama says you can't make Yibam there. Omar Aifa. <clears throat> What's the reason for Rabbi Lazar? Rabbi Lazar, in the first case, in the first two cases said that you don't make Yibam, right? If the uh, Reuben was married to lay in a regular marriage, divorced her, took her back and then died with no children, you don't make Yibam. Why? Omar Aifa, my time to Rabbi Lazar. Because there was a time when she was also, for example, Reuben first divorced her. At that point, she couldn't marry. She was uh, she couldn't marry Shimon, right? Even though she was available to come marry Shimon because Rusha Zachem. Once there was a time of, of Isser for one minute, um, therefore she's Isser forever. In other words, she's like, that's Reb Lezer's reasoning. She should need Chalitza. Reb Lezer and Amisha said the top words on this page, Reb Lezer Oser, no Yibam in that case. Even to, forget about the Katana business now. We're talking about just the Gdola. He says, why? Because she was also for one time. When, when Reuben divorced her, she was also then, so she's also forever. That's the case, she shouldn't need chalitza either. It's like, maybe that's the case. It's the only chalitza. Tanya, you learn, Mishim Rablazer, Amr Cholat says, you do have chalitza. Rablazer asks for a yibam, but not for chalitza. El Amr Aifa, Rabbi says, Rablazer, I don't know his reasoning. If you need chalitza, so why can't you make yibam also? So Ifa says, I don't know Reb Lezer's reasoning. Okay, Abaya, but we'll see how other reasons are brought down for Reb Lezer. Amr Abaya, high time Reb I'll give you the reason for Reb Lezer. Mesafkele, he's not sure. When she falls, even is it from the death? Is the death of the Ruve now causing her to fall, to go to Ibn? Which means now she is available because he died with no children. And that's when she becomes available to him. Oh, Inesu and Rishonim Apilim. Or is it the original marriage? And the original marriage ended in divorce. And Grusha Sachem is also because it's a self mitzvah. <coughs> so, so that's the question. If she's falling because of the death of Ruvain, then she falls in front of him. There should be him. If it's the first Nisuin, so he's not sure. In other words, Rabbi says, do Chalitza to be safe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she needs Yibam or not. So I'm not sure. Do chalitza to be safe. It's a suffix. That's Abaya's reasoning in Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi says a different reason. Everybody agrees that it's the death which death of Reuben which, is, which causes her to fall Yibam. And if it's a death, she should have Yibam. Umiu, here's his reason. Everybody is aware of the Gerishin. There's a cold. Every, you know, there's 
uh, rumors go out. Everybody heard about it. In other words, it's, it's well known when somebody's divorced, there's eight of them and it's uh, spread throughout town. So everybody knows they got divorced. So everybody knows that as far as Reuven's wife, Leah, is concerned, Shimon, it's Grusha Sachev. He can't marry her. They had a couple of people, but not everybody knew that he married her again. The second marriage was done maybe quietly. Nobody hears about it. And people will think that Shimon married Grusha Sachev. In other words, it's not technically Reb Lezer's motive to the Chachamah. Of course, there is Yibam in a case like that, but here's what we're afraid of. We're afraid that people heard that Reuben divorced her. People will not know that he took her back. And when people see Shimon marrying her, they'll say, oh, you can marry Grusha Sachev. And it's not the case. Medical became a Chazara. So it's God, Rabba. Chazara, when it comes to me marrying her, keeping the decision she's living with him, it's like, call her. Why do you say that? People only heard about the divorce, just the opposite. If he took her back and he's married to her, people know that they're living in the same house. So people would know that too. Who says Milo Askin? And you could be speaking about a case. Can it not be talking about a case? The Hadra Ba'urta. He took her back at night, but Shachab he died the next morning. He was married to her for years, divorced her. And he said, they got together one afternoon and said, let's get married. They got married at night. Next morning, he was dead. So people didn't know that they were married together. In other words, Rabba says the reason Rabba Lazar is is because it's, uh, we don't want a, a Tekola to come out. We don't, come, we don't want a, a, uh, a bad thing to, to come out of this story because people know that they were divorced and they weren't sure they didn't know that uh, that he had remarried her and because of that we don't want a a uh, mishap or a calamity to come out of this that people will think oh you can marry your grusha sacha people that they were divorced people know that they were remarried because of that he's worried so we have now uh two reasons we have a bias reasoning ifa didn't reason fell off a bias said for blood's reasoning not sure is it misma palace or sooner shown him Rubba says the reason is, is because people will think that they were divorced and never remarried. And people will think that you can marry your, your, your brother's divorced wife. Ravashi Omar Hainatam and Ravashi gives the final reason, which is, seems to be the more accepted reason, Razra. The Gazar Hani Mishimi Samachayab. You're right. Rabbi would agree with the Tanakama also that technically, where Reuben was married to Leah, divorced her and remarried her, and then he died with no children, Shimon could perform Yibam. Whether she was a Gdola or whether she was a Ktana. The concern is in the case where Leah was originally Ketana and her father married her off, which is a Ketushan marriage del Raisa, and then the father accepted her get, so it was a, a get in del Raisa also, and then she remarried him, and she's it's, it's only a, it's only Ketushan Ketana is only Yisom is only Ketushan Rabbanan because the father no longer has Rishus over, and in that case everybody's moda that you can't do even if Reuben dies now. You can't do even because she's really Grusha Sachiv and the marriage is only a marriage to Rabbanan. So Rabbi Lezer says, he goes to the first case because of the last case, just because of the last case where Leah was first married by her father and marriage to Raisa, And then the second marriage was marriage to Rabbanan. There, everybody agrees that if Reuben dies now, Shimon cannot perform Yibam because it's Grusha Sachiv. So he goes in the first cases also. Rashi Amar in the that way, that, that that's the reason. Midiktani Sefer, the Sefer says, uh, this case, the Sefer in the Mishnah says, Tana Shesia Vyavanaskarsha, if her father married off and took and accepted her divorce, she's like Yisom Machayav, she's like an orphan in the lifetime of her father, because her father no longer has wishes to marry her off. Vichzir, and he took her back. What's the Kiddush in that? It's obvious. Chita. It's Pita. It's obvious. She's Grusha Sachiv, and the marriage is not a marriage. Elalav, Hakamash Mulan, time of Rabbi Lezer, it goes to Hanach Mishimah, Amiv Mishimah, 
that the reason it's brought down is to tell me that the reason why Blazer says in the first two cases, the Asr's Yibam, is because of this last case. He's Gozer because of the last case. Shmamina, Tanya Kavas Ravashi, a proof from a Bryce is Ravashi. Manu Chamlu Rablazer Bektanashi Siyavia. Chamr Moda to Rablazer in a case where, I guess, this case of Bektanah, whose father married her off and divorced her and accepted her divorce from his Garsha. Because here Bryce explains, because the Gerushin is a proper Gerushin, Menatora, it's not a marriage Menatora, and therefore she's Gerusha. In other words, the fact that Rashi explains, the fact that he says, in this last case, shows you that Rablazer's reasoning in the first two cases is because of this last case. And then he goes on to explain Medvam Shigir Shikshitana when Leah was originally divorced when she was a Ktana, Vechzir Shikshitana, and he took her back when she was a Ktana, so the second marriage was only marriage drop on him. Avogir Shikshitana, Vechzir Shikdola. Let's say he divorced her when she was a Ktana. Her father accepted Kedushin, so she was married to Torah and got divorced, and then he took her back when she was about mitzvah already. That's a marriage, Doraisa. Inami, right? Medvam Shigir Shikshitana. He took her back when she was a Ktana, the Gidla Etzlo, and she grew up with him. And she stayed with him until she was Bat Mitzvah. We're going to talk in Amid Beis that you have to have Bia there, or is it just Bat Mitzvah makes her married? There, the rabbis say you can do either Chalitza or Yivim, because in that case, the second marriage was a marriage, because she was married to him after she was Bat Mitzvah. So that's a regular case where Reuben divorced his wife, took her back, died. Then there would be Yivim uh, with Shimon. Because it was the second marriage is also marriage of Raisa. No, even in, the, in those cases, like the first case of the Mishnah, you do Chalitza, you don't do Yibam. Again, because he's Gozer, those cases because of the case of Yisam What happens if there was a Tzara? There was a co wife. In this case, we're talking about where Ruvain divorced his wife, took her back, right? And um, Right, the uh, the Bell was what would what would you say over there? According to Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says that when you took her back and you and now Reuben died, uh, Shimon should only do chalitza, shouldn't do yibum because we're worried about it. What happens if she had a tsara? If she had a, if there was a co-wife, what would Rabbi Lezer say there? Can can Shimon perform yibum on the co-wife? Would she be forbidden? Amalei he According to Rabbi Lezer, the reason why you can't marry Leah herself, Shimon cannot marry Leah is because Zera. Because of Yisam Chayav, we're going to go up and make another Xayra for the Tsar. Why should, why should the Tsar be forbidden? If Reuben had another wife, and another wife, she wasn't related to this wife. She was just a co wife of Leah. So why can't Shimon perform Yibam on her? I have a time Shimon Lezer Omer, he Vitsarasa Choletzis. Rebelezer says, no, both her and the co wife are Choletzis. What do you mean, her and the co wife? You don't give Chalitza to two co wives. Elab, Ohi Yotzarasa. Means either her or the tsar gets chalitza. So, so what do you see? It's mashma that the co-wife also only gets chalitza. So he had explained it anyway. It didn't make sense. The Bryce says he vitzarasa chalitza. It doesn't mean he vitzarasa. So you said it means oh he vitzarasa. I could also explain it this way. You could explain it this way. Cholitz he cholitza. She only gets chalitza gzera because of yisamachayav. So Rasa Ochaletz Amisivamsitzara can either do either Chalitza or Yibum. So in that case, Shimon can either do Yibum on the co-wife if there was a co-wife, but on the woman herself, Leah, only do Chalitza, don't do Yibum because we're afraid 
uh, we want to, it goes because of the case of Yisamachayav, where the first marriage is a marriage of rice, and the second one she's only Rabbanan, so she's divorced Menatora, and she's only married Rabbanan. In that case, there can't be any evil. Says the Mishishnech and the Sunshteachayos Tanos. What happens if Reuben and Shimon are married to two sisters? Two sisters, Reuben and Shimon, two brothers, married to two sisters. The two sisters are both eight, nine years old, married off by their mother, not a condition to Raisa. Umeis Balashalachs, man, Reuben died. And what happens now? So, very simple. Whatever marriage there is for both, tomorrow's daf will talk about when one marriage is stronger than the other. One was a Tana, one's a Chareshes, one's a, a girl who's deaf and dumb. But here they're both the same. Their two marriages are Abanan. So, whatever strength there is in one, there's strength in the other. So, if Reuben dies, so <clears throat> if Reuben dies, his wife doesn't make even with Shimon because Shimon's already married to her sister. Even though it's marriage to Abanan, they're both married to Abanan. So you have to look at the, uh, the gra takes out the words, but in any case, even if you have it, there's like a comma there or a semicolon after the same thing with two girls who are deaf and dumb, meaning they are mentally impaired. If they're mentally impaired, the same thing applies. If one of whose husband died, <clears throat> the one whose husband died, she doesn't perform even more chalitza because her sister is married to the yava. Fine. What about, here's the complicated case, Dolotana. Reuben's married to Leah. Leah is 20 years old. And Shimon, the brother, is married to Rachel, who's eight, and is only married to Rabbanan. So again, the father is out of the picture. The father didn't marry Rachel. The father married Rachel, who would be Kushan Daraisa, even on the eight-year-old. We're talking about the Gedol. Leah is 20. Rachel is eight. Right? So Gedolotana, Meisbala, Shotana, now Shimon died. Shimon's married to the eight-year-old. What happens to the eight-year-old girl? Very simple. Very simple. What is she supposed to do? There's only two brothers here, right? Reuben and Shimon. Married to Leah and Rachel. Leah is 20. Rachel is 8. Now Shimon dies. So what's supposed to happen? His wife, Rachel, which should marry Reuben. But she can't marry Reuben because Reuben's married to her sister. That's it. So you can't marry your, your sister's husband. So is one of the 15... You saw him back on that base, right? One of the 15 Erebus. So she's potted from Yibam and Chalitza. Very simple, no problem. Okay. What about the other way around? Here's the complicated case. What happens if Ruben died? Now here's the problem. Shimon's married to Rachel, her sister, but it's only a marriage to Rabbanan. And now he has what's called a Zika Minatora because Reuben, his brother, was married to Leah, who's 20. Reuben and Shimon are both in their 30s. No problem. They're both in their 20s or 30s. They're, they're fine. But now, now that Ruvain died, and his, what do you do with his wife? On the one hand, Shimon has an obligation to marry her, give her Yibam or Chalitza because of Zika. On the other hand, he's married to her sister, but it's only marriage to Rabbanan. So how do you get out of this mess? Three opinions. Rabbi Lezer Omer, Rabbi Lezer says, or Rabbi Lezer, Lezer ben Shemua, Omer Malamedin Esaktana Shetamo'inbo. You, you encourage, you teach, you encourage Shimon's wife to get me on Shimon. Why? Because the marriage is only marriage to Rabbanan. There's a Zikim and a Torah. So encourage her to make me. And me, and remember, annuls the marriage so it never took place. They were never married. She can marry a Kohen now, right? She was, the marriage is annulled. You teach Rachel to make me. And then what happens? Shimon is free to marry Leah, who's his sister-in-law, who's his brother, his deceased brother's wife. And there's a Zika del Raisa there because she was she was 20 years old and, uh, and, and it was a proper marriage to, to Ruben. 
So you teach the Ketana Rachel to make Mion, and then and then Shimon can perform proper even. Ragmaliyalomer, you don't do that. In me and Amir, Ragmaliyarash explains how it's Ein Zika. Back in Davchesim and Beis, Rashi said that what does it mean by Ein Zika? There is a Zika, but what does it mean Ein Zika or Yei Zika? So Rashi said over there means Zika vi Kitsas Kedushin, right? It's like a, it's like a partial Kedushin. But if you hold Ein Zika, it's not really like a like a marriage. So he says, you know what? Listen, listen. If she makes me in, she could do make me. If she makes me in, fine. You don't encourage her. In love, wait till she gets, she's 12 years old. Then she'll leave because of The Gemara is going to debate when she's 12 years old, does she also have to uh, um, cohabit with him, have beer with him? Or, or is it automatic? And we'll talk about that. But that's Mulyo's opinion. Mulyo says, you don't encourage her to do me. And if she does me, I'm fine. If not, wait till she's 12. Then her marriage to Shimon is a marriage to Raisa. And then automatically Leah is uh, is free, free to marry the Shuk because she's a Chosisha. Rabbi Shua, no, we're stuck here. Rabbi Shua holds of Zika. There is Zika here. So the Zika that exists now between Leah, the widow of Ruben, and Shimon, that Zika is Menatora. That prevents Shimon from staying married to her sister, his current wife, Midrabanan. Woe unto his wife and woe unto his brother's wife. He's got to give his wife a get, meaning Shimon now has to divorce her. Forget about me. If she makes me in, fine. But if she doesn't make me in, you have to divorce. He can't stay with her. Me, me, me means like, oh, if she has me in, fine. If she doesn't, doesn't. No, but he says, no, you got to divorce her. You can, he can't stay married anymore to Rachel because there's a Zikim and a Torah on her sister. So it's a chot, So his wife now, his current uh, wife, Rabbanan, is a Chotzkukaso. Can't marry her. Now he has to get, why does he have to, why can't he give Yibam to his, to his sister? Because now that he's divorced yeah. his wife, Rachel, so her sister is as a chos grushoso, right? She's a sister grushoso. She's also ushered him. So therefore, therefore you give her chalitza, right? It's your sister's wife. Your sister's wife, you can't marry. So therefore, you're, you're, you're right, you're, you're, uh, Right, your, your sister, your sister, she is your sister. Right, you can't marry her, and therefore give her chalitza. So three opinions of Rabbi Lezer says you encourage you encourage Rachel to make mian, and then he marries Leah. Rimuel says yes, yes, and no, no. Wait till she's twelve, and then uh, Leah will go out automatically. Or Rabbi Shua says no, you got to divorce your wife, and once you divorce your wife, you can't marry her sister. So you have to give her chalitza. Why? Why you have to give her like? Why not just do chalitza? Why you need to give her a get? Why you need to give the katana a get? Just do chalitza to the gedola and be finished That's, with uh, it. Good. So then, then his wife is a chos chalitzaso. Can't stay married to your uh, chos chalitzaso. Is an isid rabbanan just like a chos grushaso? Either way, you're stuck. That's what he says. Oilo alze, oilo alze. Either way, you got to give your get rid of your wife. She sees a divorce. You can't marry her sister now. You give her chalitza. Right, and then you can't marry, and you can't marry her. You can't marry uh, Leah because uh, you, because of, because you divorced your wife, and you can't you can't do chalit. You just want to give chalitza to to uh, Leah. If you give chalitza to Leah, then your wife is still a chos chalitza, so you can't marry to either one of them. Now, so according to the first opinion, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar Ben Shamu, the Tanakh who said Malamed Asaktani, you teach her to give again. Are you allowed to do that? 
We'll see if you are sorry to you. Are you allowed to encourage you to do me and Vatanura or Kapara? Of course, it's like, well, a person should cleave to three things. Stay close. Stay cling to these three things. And a person should always stay away from three things. What are the three things you should stay, cling to? Should always do chalitza. Better do chalitza and humans, we'll see. We discussed that this manaseh. Always try to bring peace between uh, between people. And also make sure you don't stay with any nadarim. If you have a netter, make sure you go to, go to the rabbi. Cling to those three things. And stay away from three things. What are the three things you should say for mina mian? We'll see why. Mina pikdonos, don't accept uh, pikdonos for other people. Don't hold other people's money or or items. Uminarvonus, and don't be a guarantor. Well, don't we know that? Uminarvonus, and stay away from being a guarantor for somebody's loan. Uh, so the point, we'll see why, but you see, you're not supposed to do mumio. So why would you encourage her? The answer is Rabblezer would say, me and the mitzvah shiny over here. According to Rabblezer, encourage Rachel to do mian so that you can perform yibam on Leah. So when mian, which which uh, the point of the mian here is to perform a mitzvah of yibam is different. But normally you should stay away from mian. What's the reason for these different Allah, for these things that you should cling to or stay away from? Gufa. A person should stay, should cling to three things. The first thing is chalitza. Why? Like we had this before. If a person takes his wife, makes it, is miyavam a woman for beauty. In other words, he's not doing it with shame shamayim. He's doing it because he likes her. Either because of her beauty or because he loves her or for other reasons, maybe for her money. It's as if he is marrying a Somebody a, a prohibited uh, a sexual uh, union, but Karabena and the children that the union from that that produce children are like Mamzerim, according to Rishol. You don't do that's why we don't do even today because we're afraid people are not going to have the right intention. So that's why number one you should do with stay with Chalitza. Don't like even that's the first thing. Shalom, a person should cling with bringing peace. If it says Baka Shalom seek peace and pursue it. Many times it's running away. Yamar Avavu Asiradifadifa. There's a Gzeir Shavir. It says there, Xiv Achabakashon Vafeu. Xiv Asim, it says, Rodef Tstaka Vachesed. It says, Mishlei, a person who pursues uh, a charity and uh, kindness, Yimsa will find, Chaim, he will find life, Tstaka, prosperity, and honor. In other words, it shows you that these are good things. If you pursue, uh, if you pursue Shalom, you will, you will result in good things. So that's the second thing you should cling to. The third thing you should cling to is the first the Dharam. The time of Nasan Omer, I know there, if you make a netter, it's as if you built an altar at a time when you're not allowed to build altars. Like today, you can't build altars. Once the base Migdash was uh, permanent, you can't uh, build private altars. So if you make a netter, it's like you perform one sin. If you stay with a netter and try to fulfill it, oh, I kept my word, that's also no good. It's like you did a double sin. Not only did you build an altar, but you brought a carbon on. In other words, you might say, well, if I, I, I fulfilled my word, no, it's better not to fulfill the word, better not get rid of the netter entirely, but, and therefore go to a rabbi and uh, let him be matur netter. Those are the three things you'd stay to. And stay away from three things. What are they? Stay away from me. And why? Isn't me a good thing? If she wants to walk away, let her work. We're afraid that you encourage her to do me, and later on she'll regret it and say, I didn't really mean it. You just talked me into it. And if she didn't mean it, means she really still married to the guy. So be careful with me and stay away from that. Uh, stay away from accepting uh, other people's deposits in your house. The Barmasa, somebody lives in your town. The Baisik, he buys it on me. He's always going to come to visit your house. You know, oh, can you hold this silver for me? He'll come and he'll 
He'll come to check on it all the time. He's in your town. Oh, you have, let me, let me check on my item there. He's going to be in your house. Maybe he'll steal the item, take it back or steal something else and then claim it again. Better not to hold other people's stuff. Let them put it at the bank. Uh, Mina Ravam, stay away from being a guarantee, from being a surety for somebody. According to Wamshad, Shaltzim was a place where, where they would always go after the guarantor before they would go after the debtor, right? The debtor signs he's going to owe the money, and then they have a guarantor. They go after the guarantor first. He's the one who's got the money. They go after him. Uh, Shaltzim, there's another Pshan Shaltzim, we'll see him at Dhamma Yitzchak, might have said the Pusk says in Mishlei, Ra Yarua Kiarabzar. Bad upon bad will happen to a person who is responsible for a stranger. What does it mean? Several things. Number one is if you're a guarantor for a stranger, it's like you're a macabre gamer. It's not a good idea to be to, to you don't encourage people to become gayrim. We'll see why. Well, and for people who guarantor guarantee things when they come after the guarantor, well, and a person who thrusts himself rivets himself to Advar Halacha. What does it mean there? What's wrong with that? With, just, uh, with uh, clinging to Advar Halacha? We'll see what that means. Geirim are difficult for, you, for, the, for the Jews as much as a sore is on skin. Why? Because they, they still have their old ways and you might learn from them. So you got to be careful with Geirim. That's what Rebchelbo said. So number one, he said, don't be a guarantor for a czar, for a stranger. For a ger, because uh, unless you know that it really means l'shem shemayim, and he's going to observe the rules. Arve shilatzon davde shalof dots. What they means to here according to this chat, the shalzino is not the name of the place, but it's shalof dots. Mean it's like an abbreviation for shalof dots, meaning he pulls out the lova from responsibility, pulls him away, and he puts himself close. He thrusts himself on the guarantor. So to uh, what's wrong with that? Riveting, pushing yourself. Uh, you, know, you know, slapping yourself on Dvar Lachem, the time Rabbi Yossi Omer, and these are all bad things, right? We say these are all ba- bad things, meaning it's bad to do Mion, as we said before, because maybe she'll regret it. It's bad to um, take a Picotin for somebody because uh, they might uh, take it back from you without you realizing they're going to hang around your house. And now we're talking about being a guarantor because, uh, you know, they're going to come after you. Uh, and but the Brisa that the, the uh, Brisa that talked about that Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak said that it's not only for people who are going to be uh, taking a pikadon for somebody, but even people who stick to it But what's wrong with that? Person says, I don't have Torah. He doesn't have Torah. Well, that's obvious. Pshita. He says, I don't have Torah. Of course, he doesn't have Torah. If a person says, I only have Torah, I don't do. I don't actually fulfill. I just learn. I don't actually fulfill the mitzvahs. Ain't <laughs> He doesn't have, he only has Torah. He only has Torah. He doesn't have Maisim Tovim or whatever Chesed. El Dafil Torah means this. If all he has is Torah and he doesn't do fulfillment, if he only does Torah, he learns, but he doesn't fulfill, he doesn't even have Torah. My time, or Papa, or Kapaskis, we manitem, Basisim, we say, Manitem, or Sospechem, or Basisim, or some. Koshish, Masi, whoever does or performs, acts the Torah, performs the Torah, observes the Torah in act and in deed. So Yeshna then his learning is also still learning. Kosha if he doesn't perform, his learning is also no learning. That's the shot over here. That's what he means that if a person sticks himself only to learning, he only learns and he doesn't do it, it's like he didn't learn. means like he has all he has is Torah, he only has his Torah. means this. The means if all he does is learn and he doesn't perform, 
So what's isn't that obvious? No, I might think this. He teaches other people Torah. He, he learns Torah and he teaches other people Torah. And they perform the mitzvahs. They act it out. Maudis, I might think He also gets tzchar, even though he doesn't perform, but he teaches others and they perform. So he should get tzchar for that too. Kamash no. If he doesn't perform himself, he does. He only gets tzchar for learning, not for actually doing. We're speaking about this. Person who speaks of A judge. A, a case came before a judge. And... <clears throat> He's not sure what the result, what the how he should uh, paskin. But Gomer Allah, and he, he learned some Allah Madami Milsal Milsa. He's not sure what the Allah should be, but he says, you know what, this is similar to another case. And he compares it to that case. And and instead of consulting with his rabbi, Islay Rabban, he has a rabbi, but he doesn't ask him. In other words, he should, he just says, Well, this is similar to another case, and I'll judge according to that without asking higher authorities. You're a dianatsma, a person should always, a, a judge should always see himself. As if there's a sword between his thighs, and he's, and he's, Gehenna was right below him. And as he should be fearful and shaking as he, as he judges a case, and he should consult the books and consult his teachers and not just guess or compare one case to another. Shinemrat says, Shlomo's bed. Rashi says this refers to the base of Migdash, where the Sanhedrin was. Tosa says that then it should say, uh, it should say, not Shishim Gibar, which is be 70 or 71. He's going, he says it's referring to the 600,000 Jews. But in any case, it refers to Shlomo's, uh, Shlomo's, the, uh, uh, his backing, right? His, uh, what, he, what he rested on. He named Tosa Shlomo, Shishim Gibar, so the 60 uh, mighty people who were around him, Gibar Israel, from among the heroes of Israel. Every man with his sword from the fear of the night. It's the fear of Gehenim, which is like nighttime. In other words, a person, when he's a judge, what it means to say is that he only has Torah and he doesn't really, he doesn't just judge on what he has, that he's going to be in, he's going to have a shortfall. A person should learn Torah, teach Torah to others, perform the mitzvah himself. If all he has is what he taught and he doesn't perform, he doesn't, that's all he has. Or in this case, another child could be that if, uh, that, that it's uh, bad, again, the Pasuk said, bad will come upon bad for a person who just stays with what he learned without consulting others and without trying to find the proper halacha and he could fall into Gehenim. So, so we said, the first opinion we said, Rabbi Lezer says, teach you to do me. And even though normally we said it's me and is a bad thing, that's what we said over here because she might regret it later on, but here to perform the mitzvah is different. Leel says, no, if she does me and fine. And if not, wait till she gets, uh, you know, if not, let her wait. What do we do over here? We have this Yavama, uh, Leah, who's 20 years old. She's a widow now. And what should he do? He's married to a, Shimon's married to her eight-year-old sister. So he says, we don't encourage her to do me. And as we said, me isn't necessarily a good idea. If he wants to make, if she does me and fine. If not, let her wait till she's 12. Once she's 12, it's a full marriage. Shimon's fully married to her. So then he can't marry Leah because it's a chos ishto. And then she goes out without even more chalitza. Okay, so here's the question. This is a me and a me. And if not, wait till she gets to be a gola. So what does that mean? So, so boy, me and Rablazer, me Rab. Rablazer asked Rab, what's the chat from Leah? My time from Leah. Mishim dixover kedushiktana mit latalu. Doesn't mean that the kedushiktana, she's, she's eight, nine years old. And it's only marriage to Rabbanim. And her marriage, she gave her a ring and her kedushiktana and all that. Is it suspended? The chigod lagadi vada. It's suspended until she's 12 to see what happens. And when she grows up, she grows up with him. Even though he didn't do Bia. When she's bat mitzvah, she has now pubic hair and she's a, she has, she has simonim and shanim. She's fully bat mitzvah. 
She's fully bat mitzvah. Is she now fully married to him based on the original marriage? He gave her, he gave her a ring when she was eight years old, Ramakudeshly, the Tabasu. She had no power to do it, so it's only Drabanan. But now when she's 12 years old, it's a Gloy Milsulama Freya that it was a good marriage. And and he's marrying her based on that. Even though there's no Bia, that's still considered good enough. And Rashi explains. The first condition tells us, in other words, once she's 12 years old, the original marriage that he gave her the ring takes place now. Effectively, it wasn't, it didn't take place then, it takes place now. And, but, but retroactively, it turns out that since that marriage was good, there was never any Zika. Leah was always a chosishto. No. Even though there's a Zika to Leah, let's say, let's say Shimon wasn't married to her sister. Let's say Shimon was single. Reuben died with no children. He left a 20-year-old wife. So Shimon's supposed to marry Leah. But let's say he goes now and he marries Rachel. He marries her sister. That works. Maybe that's what he owes. Well, I married her. I'm married now to, uh, Shimon's married now to Rachel. So Yavama is Pater. The, the sister Leah is uh, Pater from Yibam. But that only works if he marries her now. In other words, if you need to be it to take place now. So when she's 12 years old, when this katana becomes 12 years old, is it automatic? The first marriage that he gave her, uh, he gave her a ring at five years ago, whatever, now, now affects the yibum, now affects the marriage now, that makes it happen now so that Lamafreya, she was always married to him. She wasn't really married to him. If she, prefer, if she was Mazana when she was uh, 10, well, not only is she not responsible, but it would, the kid wouldn't be a mamzer because she wasn't really married to him. But now that marriage now becomes effect, is effective right now. Uh, now that original kedushin is tofes now. Is that what you say? You say no, no, or you say no. No, the marriage takes place now only if he marries her now, fully he has, he has beer with her now. He has to actually, uh, uh, he has, they, they have to, um, he, he has to consummate the marriage again now when she's 12 for it to be effective. That means, that's the question. When does it place? When he says, Rebbe says, well, wait till she's 12. And then what? Automatically, when she's 12, now it's a marriage to Raisa and Leah is free to marry. She's free to go. Or do you say, no, no, only if when she turns 12, Shimon consummates with her again, only then does Yivama go out. Omele so Rav answered, you can if Shimon marries, Shimon was single and married now the sister of his Yavama, the girl of the Shemer Siavam, she's part of Ball Any Lobolo. That's what I've said. Amr of Sheshis. So Sheshis says this many times in Shas. I think Rav was half asleep when he said this. He missed the boat. When he was falling asleep, he said this. The Tanya we learn a if you if you Makanish a girl who's eight years old, it's suspended. It's suspended because you're not sure what's going to happen. My tuyin, lav ki godla godli vada. Doesn't it mean suspended when she's twelve? It takes effect. I forgot the law, boy. Even though there's no bia. Amalei rab merachmav. No. How milsa dekana mitlatayko mitlatay doesn't mean suspended and it's automatically going to take place at twelve years old. It's suspended bekaima ibal any law below. If he if he consummates with her, then it's a bia. If not, not. In other words, he's saying that you have to in order for the marriage to be a marriage. Then for the marriage drabonan that he that Shimon has with Rachel to turn into marriage of Raisa, he actually has to cohabit with her, he has to have beer with her when she's 12. 
the Amra. Why is it suspended? So what's the sanction suspended? The Amra, because she says, the girl can always say, listen, I'm eight, nine, 10 years old right now. On the one hand, he has something over me because he can always divorce me at any time. But I also have something over him. If I want to, I can walk away until I'm 12 years old, until I have uh, years and, and simonim, I can walk away. I can walk away. True, she can't perform, but Tosa points out, she can't perform me anymore once she has face arrows. But, uh, even a drabana, Midaraisa, though, she's not married to the guy. And uh, she's not married Minatora until he performs Yivam. So it's more of a Savravi Bal Ain Ilobalo. So we're saying now Rav holds that this young girl who was only a marriage Rabbana, and now she marries the guy Minatora, it's only a marriage when, if he consummates with her. Ilobalo, I wait, but we learn Tanishlamina, a girl, young girl who didn't make me in. Big Dila. She became 12 years old now with Simonim and, and years. Now she married somebody else. What's the deal? She's, she, we learned the other day. What do we say? What do we say the other day? That if a girl, perform, if a girl's eight, nine years old and she doesn't make me, she just marries somebody else. She's nine years old and she marries somebody else. That's me, right? She means she's refusing the first guy. No, but here what happened was she became a gdola. She didn't make me in. Big Dila. Now she's 12. She can't make me in anymore. She married somebody else. What's the deal? She doesn't need to get from the second guy. It's just, it's, it's us, sir. She doesn't need to get from the second guy. Why? Because the first marriage, was, she was married. The first guy when she was 12 years old. She needs to get from the second guy. The first marriage was never consummated. My love at the top of Kufiya, my love, the low bars, and speaking where there was no Bia. And that shows you that Rav would hold Rob says, even though there was no Bia when she was 12 years old, still she's married to the first guy. And that's why she doesn't need to get from the second guy. He says, low, the ball. And speaking about she was 12, she became 12 and she had B with the first guy. Then she doesn't need to get from the second guy. My love, the ball. So the ball, my time to Shmuel. If she had Bia with the first guy, the first husband, right, that she was with for all those years, from 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and she had Bia with the, with the first guy now, so she's first certainly married to the first guy. So why would Shmuel say you need to get from the second guy? It was it was dumb to answer. She was a married woman. And how, why would she need to get from my time of Shmuel? Shmuel holds when you did Bia, you did Bia with the based on the first, on the first, on the And the first condition was a Kedushan Rabbanon. That's what he means. That the when you when you when you do Bia, you're not thinking for the future, you're thinking I'm just con- continuing the, what was before. So he didn't have mind, he didn't have he didn't have in mind that he's making Kedusha now. All he had in mind was whatever was before was, was before, like a Kedusha Rabbani. He didn't really have in mind to marry her with this. So according to what we're saying now, when she's 12 years old, you have to have Bia again. If you didn't have Bia again, sure, she can't make me in anymore, but he's not really married to her either. He's not really married, he's not married to her. But uh, okay, there's a marriage Rabbana and calls money didn't do Bia, but there's no marriage Menatora. So Rav says, he, so you're saying now you have to have Bia again. And if you had Bia again, so Rav says, then you know, and she married somebody else, then it's meaningless. Shmuel says, no, the Bia that she does again, the Bia that he does now wasn't the shame Kedushin. When you have Bia now, you have to do the shame Kedushin. If you if your Bia that you do now, Stam, that's based on the original intent of the Kedushin Rabban. It's not a Kedushin del Rice over here. So Shmuel says, you need to get from the second one. Whereas Rav says, you don't need to get from the second guy because once you made Bia now, once she's 12 years old, that is with the intent. That's automatically with the intent that um, of, of marrying her now. 
and therefore you don't need to get from the second guy. When he met, when he had B and now when she's 12, oh, he knew. Oh, when I was eight, nine years old, that was just playing around. That was a Kedushin Rabbanan. When he married her now, you're 12 years old. That's the same Kedushin. Where Shmuel said, no, he's not thinking that way. He's thinking I'm just continuing what I had before. Therefore, it's not. Tomorrow's tomorrow is going to continue this discussion about when you when you when you uh, consummate a marriage, is it done al das the original intent or with the new intent now to marry her? Tomorrow's stuff will be on the podcast, Mitch Shem. And on Sunday, we'll pick it up from the top of uh, Kufi Adal. Maybe we'll start at the bottom of Kufi Amit Bay's. It's one discussion over there. And on um, and as I, I said before, on Sunday and Monday, we will uh, continue from the same format on Zoom only. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos.